you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Hello, hello, Bill Nye the Science Guy here, sitting in for Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm your guest host for this week's Star Talk Radio, and our guest this week, everybody, is none other than Chuck Nice. Hey, how are you, Bill? Well, now that I'm here with you, I'm fabulous. You know what, Bill? You had me at I'm Bill Nye. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's great to see you. It's great to, uh, of course, the word see is something you have to imagine on the radio, the most visual medium, but uh, my understanding, Chuck. Yes is you have some questions that our listeners have provided. Absolutely. This is what we call our cosmic queries, and um, you do not know the questions. I have them here in front of me on my little tablet device. I'm feeling device. the drama. I'm feeling the drama. And um, what we do here is we just uh, allow uh, our listeners to submit any question that they would like. And when I say any I mean, indeed, any. I believe you. In yeah. my understanding now, these questions are submitted on the electronic internet, on those computer machines that the kids are using. <laughs> and so they've not only, you got a Twitter handle, yes. and you, got a, you have a photo, you have sort of a visual. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny is uh, this is the first time I've actually used my tablet to uh, access the questions, which means that I am able to see not only the questions, but I'm able to see the Twitter handle, their profile pictures. Some of them are coming in from Google+, some of them from Facebook. So I I, uh, I literally have a, either an avatar or a picture of the person who's asking me the question. You have a picture that they've chosen to send you. Uh, yes, a picture. Like, I'm pretty sure this cat didn't ask our first question. Well, it depends. <laughs> you, you never know. A cosmic cat. Yes, yeah, so try the first question. All right, let's jump right into this, Bill. Uh, this one is from uh, Google+, Plus, and this is Michelle Rivera. And Michelle wants to know this. What's the closest that any comet has come to Earth, and what was it named? Named. And when did it come close? Also, what's your favorite ice cream? Uh, well, we'll finish with the ice cream. Uh, but the, I think that my understanding, the closest comet would have been Comet Holly. Comet Holly. Yeah, back in uh, 1910, I believe it. Uh, people th that you could read at night by the light reflecting. By the light of the comet? Yeah, so it is reported. And so then you could argue, uh, if you want to, which is fun, that perhaps the impactor that uh, became uh, the, the uh, Chelyabinsk 
bolide, the glowing thing in the sky over Russia last year. Or maybe you could say, what about uh, the Tunguska event blowing down trees for hundreds of kilometers in every direction? That's coming real close when you actually hit us. Let's let's go back to that one, okay? Because the other stuff I've heard, now go back to Tunguska. 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 That was a party. 1908, June 30th is reckoned in the modern calendar. Okay. You know, back then, even uh, Russia, they because of their hyster- historical uh, affiliations with certain um, certain religious organizations, they didn't agree on what calendar to use. But okay. in the modern calendar is the 30th of June, 1908. Something hits the Earth's atmosphere so hard. How hard did it hit? So hard that it blew up. Knock down trees, hundreds of kilometers, on, just like Chelyabinsk. Just a shock wave. Yeah, only more so. And I remind you, last year in Chelyabinsk, right. every, there's so much insurance fraud. How much insurance fraud is there? There's so much. People have dashboard cameras, right, driving that is around in the car. So there were dozens, hundreds of videos of this thing streaking through the sky. Everybody right. runs up to the window to watch it. And then three minutes later, whack, the sonic booms hit the ground. Yeah, and all the windows shattered. And yeah, you had a, a, a lot of documentation because you're right, everybody does uh, use Now hold the it, there cam. was one more part of that. Then that, Here's the other part. What's your favorite ice cream? It's vanilla. I'm so, vanilla is genius. It's, People say vanilla is boring. I go, are you kidding? Vanilla is, 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 is perfect. It's, it's a perfect flavor. It doesn't get any better than vanilla. Not for me. Right. And you know, most flavors are nothing but vanilla with something added to my it. My point, I was about <laughs> to bring up my point. What is strawberry ice cream? It's just vanilla uh, with strawberries. Yeah. Well, the word just vanilla, I got to remind well, okay, you. Okay, careful sorry. there. Uh, please, by no means did uh, I mean to diminish vanilla. <laughs> but I'm not going to get in a fist fight in the ice cream flavor bar. <laughs> if you want to enjoy your chocolate, chocolate chip, if you want your mint chocolate chip, if you want your peppermint stick, knock yourselves out okay because that's more for me (laughs) it's more vanilla for me all right fantastic man let's move on and uh let's grab another question here and this one is from he calls himself red king all right coming to us from google mr nye which occupation would best fit for a student majoring in aeronautical engineering and minoring in music theory, what a weird and not weird combination at all. Well, it depends what you want to do. If you really dig rockets, right. I got to point out that the biggest, the biggest, uh, a, a significant problem in rocket launching mm-hmm. are the acoustic waves, the acoustic energy in the flame tunnel. The flame duct. Okay. And so, uh, to me, uh, acoustics and sound music theory are uh, related, uh, intimately, are smoochifying. So, uh, I, enc- <laughs> I encourage smoochifying? you. Smoochifying? Smoochifying. I a love little it. A uh, coinage. I uh, recommend that you pursue aerospace professionally and you pl- keep playing music for kicks because uh, we need you. We want you to take us this uh, red. What's his name? Red, red King. Red King. Red King. We. And I say he. Red King. He or she. Want you to take us to um, to Mars. Yeah. Well, Red King is a guy. Well, well it has a guy. Has a guy. Yeah. Uh, it's a male yeah. designation, King. Yeah. You know, Red Queen could go either I, way. I'm though. glad you said it. Yes. I'm glad you said Indeed it. Indeed, I did. <laughs> hey. Okay. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> 
You, st- you started <laughs> I did start it, but you know what? That's quite all right, There was man. no goalie on the, that hey, listen, punchline. There you go. <laughs> Let's move on to Aaron W. Uh, A-A-R? No, not Aaron. E-R-I-N. E-R-I-N. Aaron W. And Aaron wants to know this. What, if any, is the best way to present scientific fact in a way that won't make people super defensive? I'm thinking specifically of anti-vaccination crowd, but anyone can have irrational beliefs and fake science. Basically, how how do you not get people PO'd? Well, in the face of science, fact. The thing about vaccinations is uh, they are proven to work. You, everybody enjoys his or her pasteurized milk. And the other thing to remember: uh, not only are vaccinations designed to protect your kid from diseases, but they're to, they're designed to protect my kids from your kids. Right. Vaccinations work. And that this very well-known woman associated spuriously her kid's vaccination with autism, but at the same time he or she was diagnosed with autism, is wrong. It's bad science. It's been disproven. And I hope her views are discredited soon enough. Meanwhile, Chuck will be back after this. Welcome back. Welcome back to Star Talk Radio. Bill Nye here, guest hosting for my beloved uh, good buddy, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I'm here being interrogated <laughs> by none other than Chuck Nice, who's got your questions submitted on that electronic computer internet with the electric computer machines that the kid's using. And he can see your avatar. Yes, for the first time. When you, when you put in a question, we know what you want to look like. That's right. We know who you are now. And uh, we actually know who uh, Mark Siegert is, and or Seigert. I'm not particularly sure. Don't want to mess that up, Mark. But he's got a pretty cool question here for you, Bill. Uh, with the majority of stars in the universe being... The majority ro- of stars. That's what he says. The majority of stars in the universe being red dwarfs, oh. and the majority of planets uh, revolving around red dwarfs. Is there any chance of life on those particular planets? And if yes... Will it be completely different? Will plants or microorganisms be able to use the much weaker solar energy? So a different take on photosynthesis, basically, would there be? I say there'd have to be. Okay. That's what I would say. And, and the reason I would say that is there's so many stars. When people throw around the expression billions and then billions and billions – It's really beyond imagining for most people. Now, you know, when I was young, (laughs) people speculated that there would be a planet around every hundred stars, one in a hundred stars. Just one planet for every hundred stars. Uh, Then of those, how many of those would be Earth-like? You take another fraction. Well, it turns out Kepler Space Telescope, Hubble Space Telescope, apparently every star is a star system with planets. Now, why would, would, just a quick aside, why would the assumption be made that one planet uh, for every hundred stars, when our sun is a star and we clearly have Eight planets around our sun. Well, we were just we were just dealing with it, man. 
<laughs> Nobody knew. You didn't have a Kepler Space Telescope. We were jamming. I'm talking about Frank Drake and Carl Sagan and our, our uh, predecessors. Predecessors. Okay, go ahead. So, so continue. The chances of there not being life when you have billions of planets right. just it seems extraordinarily low. That is to say, the chance of there not being anything just got to be vanishingly small there has to be something out there absolutely just because we have green plants which reflect green light mysteriously that doesn't mean somebody else who hasn't had asteroid impacts who didn't have all this sulfur or whatever the heck cadmium whatever else we might have on the iridium right after the uh, impact from the kill the ancient dinosaur who knows what plants came up with or what living things came up with there's got to be something out there and if you meet somebody who says he or she has never wondered if there's anything out there they're lying to you. they're lying they're lying just straight we already know we don't need a test we just know you're a liar <laughs> so you know what if i ever encounter anyone who says eh, i've never really thought about it i'm just gonna call him a bald-faced liar That's, right to yeah, the, right yeah. out just what call else him can out. i not trust you about <laughs> all right so that's cool so there you have it what a great answer because uh yes and yes there there's gotta be there'll be life there and are those organisms out there wondering about you and me now that's a different story I, uh, 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 wouldn't they wonder the same things where did we come from are we alone those two questions maybe they're not wondering maybe they already know the answers <laughs> <laughs> could be chuck that's not my strongest material thank you for your uh, that was validation. good stuff though i like it i like it you're silly and i didn't know that about you that's well, looks aren't everything <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on and get to uh, Richard Moeller and uh, Rich. Or Rich Moeller. Richard Moeller is. Uh, What's his uh, avatar look like? I, I got to tell you, my business. Uh, you know what? Here's he looks like an accountant. What is he? Nope. I tell you, Rich he is, is a, a he family looks... man. He's he's in the picture with his son or a child. I was going to say a child because I have my I've made assumptions with facts, not in evidence. So that's right. He is uh, he is with a child. It's not your are, kid. None of your kids. It's not my kid. Yeah. Yes. Clearly. Yeah. I, I don't take pictures with my kids. <laughs> so you that know. you know of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's what Richard wants to know: Since people at the equator go faster relative to people closer to the poles. Yeah. Do they age more slowly? It seems to me I've done this calculation in physics class. For real? Yeah. Okay. They do, but it's not it's not much. So it's insignificant. Oh, it's insignificant for sure, but when you get into these um thousandths of billionths, things do not add up. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's a cool question and astronauts age ever so slightly more slowly than you and I do. Just by being up there. By being in orbit. By yeah. being in orbit. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. Now, the astronauts of the very near future, if we can use this term, who will go into where the sky is dark, 100 mm. kilometers, the, the uh, uh, Kármán limit, the Kármán limit, uh, they're going to go up and down without going in orbit. They will be slightly younger. Oh, by the way, when you're in a jet airplane flying around the continent, around the world, you're going, your time is passing ever so slightly more slowly. Slightly more slowly. And for those of you who take physics and have not computed that, I encourage you to do that because it's fun. And then the other thing that just used to rivet me was there was a question, what is the attraction, but, uh, and then in parentheses, gravitational between a 70-kilogram boy and a 60-kilogram girl. In parentheses, gravitational. <laughs> boy, that was a titillating science problem right there. 
<laughs> the ge- uh, gravitational constant times mass one, mass two over the distance between them squared. And that's gravitational that's because gravitational. the other computation is it's, boobs. Uh, I am shocked. <laughs> Absolutely shocked. <laughs> Uh, uh, and and fascinated absolutely all right let's move on to uh vardan narazay oh man i'm I'm, well just to do your best vardan i'm really sorry that i'm about to butcher your name but you're not a native speaker of hindi or urdu right so it's uh nazaretian nazaretian Nazaretian. But Vardy is our buddy. That's right. Yeah. So uh, what is the best way to utilize an asteroid deflecting tech without actually having to use a spacecraft? If possible, like something, uh, a space station on the moon that will deflect asteroids, though maybe a tractor beam, some, a type, tractor of, beam. some type of similar technology. <laughs> so so is, is Vardy just... Kind of is, he or watching she too is much, jamming. Uh, watching too much Star Trek, or is 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 this? I don't think you can watch too much Star Trek. That's so true. Uh, I, I, but I think you're right about that. I'd, I've tried. I, I haven't. I'm having overdosed yet. The thing, I'm fine. I could quit if I wanted. The thing is, <laughs> uh, as soon as you say we're going to have something on the moon to deflect it, that's that's going to involve a spacecraft. Yes. Yeah? So the correct the the question's uh, trickily worded, but I think. Uh, Having a tractor beam is technology beyond us right now. Mm-hmm. However, uh, you may recall Tom Swift and his Repelatron Skyway. Tom Swift Jr. He had Repelatrons, which would be <laughs> beams that would repel objects. Instead of that, taking it one step less farther into the future, you could use Earth or Moon-based lasers to zap the asteroid, if you could find it, and aim it with such precision and keep the beam narrow enough, and cause the material on the asteroid to volatize, to ablate, right. to burn off, right. to eject. And then the momentum of the ejected material, fabulous Latin word, the ejecta, would then have you potentially, hypothetically, imaginationally, uh, would have enough uh, momentum to deflect the asteroid. We only need to change, typical asteroid might be going... Uh, 20 uh, kilometers a second. 20 kilometers a second. And we got to deflect it about 2 millimeters a second, about a 10 millionth of its momentum. A 10 millionth of its delta, v, uh, of its V has to be changed, of its velocity and direction, uh, speed and direction has to be changed. So this is, uh, that's not a bad, uh, insightful, thoughtful insight. However... Uh, the problem is going to be an international one. Just finding the asteroids is a huge deal, and it is, Chuck. Yes. The only, as far as anybody can reckon, the only preventable natural disaster. I am delighted that Vardy's out there thinking about this. And Go Var- get him. Vardy is doing a great job thinking Go about it. Go get him. <clears throat> so you're saying basically it would be more, is it more feasible to repulse than it is to guide? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. But still, Great that you think but they're that. they're co-interrelated together between themselves. I got you. That is to say, puns intended. <laughs> uh, in that deflecting one is going to involve changing its velocity, changing its speed and direction somehow. Either right. you smack into it, or you get something with mutual gravity to tow it off course. Right. Or what we at the Planetary Society are all hot for is volatizing the surface with space based lasers and awesome. laser B spacecraft. I got to tell you, that's the first time I've ever heard that, and I think it's fantastic. That's good. You keep thinking about that, and we'll be back right after this.
sleep, grocery shopping, themselves, just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add taxes to their list. So for all you working moms, make the easy switch to H&R Block and have an expert make easy work of your taxes. H&R Block guarantees your taxes are 100% accurate and your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even have an H&R Block tax pro do your taxes in a block office or online from the comfort of your own home. Can your current tax guy promise all that? When you're buried under life's to-dos, let the experts at H&R Block stay on top of your taxes with a return that's right on the money and your biggest refund possible. Because tax season after tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Descriptions of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship. From a ride on Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags, be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas and Panama. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any of you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. Welcome back. Bill Nye here, guest hosting on Star Talk Radio for my beloved buddy, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't want you all to be jealous, but I'm sitting here with Chuck Nice. Oh, Bill. Eat your hearts out, people. <laughs> but you can join us uh, by, by audio, by sound, because Chuck has some thoughtful insights that you have provided him. That is to say some questions. Some That's cosmic right. Queries. Some cosmic queries. And uh, we have taken 
questions from all over the internet, whatever source that we are a part of, and our now, listeners. as far as you know. As far as we know. All of these questions. Yes. All over the internet. All over the internet. Are from Earth. Is that right? As far as I know. Mm. And I cannot confirm nor That's deny right. that. Yes. Except yes. in my no. limited understanding of where they, from where they come, which would be, from what I know, the internet. Uh, let's, on Earth. On Earth. That's all I know. But it could be. Uh, let's move on to Madison Barnes. And Madison has uh, also included a picture. Now, I'm pretty sure this is his child because it's an infant and he's laying on the bed with it and he looks really happy. Uh, then again, wow. by that description, maybe it's not his child. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is that, are, are you associating with that? Or I was that, just, uh, I was, <laughs> is it completely unrecognizable to you as a parent? As a parent, you're right. It's completely unrecognizable to me. So, 16 miserable years. Yeah, it's, yes. there you have it. And most of them because of the children, Bill. I know. I know. They, uh, they, um, it's an, it's a, what is it? Uh, insanity is hereditary. You get it from your kids. That's yes, right. Absolutely. Lead on. All right, here we go from Madison Barnes. And Madison wants to know this. Finding the Higgs boson uh, with the LHC was an amazing achievement. What are we looking for next with the LHC? And is there a bigger and better accelerator being built to succeed it? Wow. Uh, Interesting. The Large Hadron Collider. Uh, as far right. as I know, there is not one being built. If I were king of the footies, <laughs> we would build a bigger one. Right. Because these people, the atom-smashing people, my physics colleagues, they cannot get enough of smashing. They love smashing, and they learn something every time they smash. Right. So what what I guess everybody wants to do is reproduce those results of the Higgs boson finding, uh, which gives everything, apparently, gives everything mass. And then uh, what I want to know... Uh, what we want in science are, is to find laws or rules or theories that make predictions that are true. Uh, the things they predict are true here on Earth, and they're true deep in the cosmos. Gotcha. So if there's all this dark energy and dark matter flying around out there, six times the mass of uh, everything we can observe, well, isn't some of that stuff here? And would we find it by smashing things with even more smashness? Perhaps. And so, yes, I would like to build a bigger collider and look deeper. But this is a, a civilian, you know, as a mechanical engineer, I took a lot of physics. I know what you're thinking. Did you put it back? <laughs> no, so that aside, uh, I, it just seems to me what we see deep in the cosmos, we should observe here. And I'm pitching right now here on Star Talk Radio, R with a circle, copyright Bill Nye, Darkons. Darkons. Particles of dark. Particles of dark. Physics people, they love they love their particles. They can't get enough of particles. They got their neutrons, their protons. Are they really particles? Or do we just imagine them that there's photons? Are they really particles? Or this right. sort of a way of of thinking about things? And so maybe there are particles of dark energy that interact with dark matter that darkons. interact with our darkons that interact with everything we know and see. And that discovery would, dare I say it, Chuck. Change the world. That would change the universe. It would change our our, our understanding of, of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the, the universe would remain exactly as the same. As far as we know, as unless as we know. there's that that extraordinary chance right. that the we could build a collider big enough to change things. Yes, I don't like they do in the in the in the movies. Well, that was an insightful question. I have to say, nice job. You don't have to there. sound so surprised. Well, you know, 
I, I, Just because the guy's got a kid doesn't mean he can't think. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay, I, I had a joke there that I certainly cannot say. All right. Well, you said just because he's got a kid doesn't mean he can't think. But uh, <laughs> They're saying it about you. Don't yeah, worry. That, that's right. I'm saying it about Dad, myself. It's a little late Dad. for the thinking part. Uh, here we go. Let's go with... You're embarrassing me, Dad. <laughs> You've been in my house. <laughs> I've, heard in my... I've heard tell. Eric of... Uh, uh, Velde wants to know this, Bill. Okay, so thinking about relativity and how time does funny things when something is super massive or moving fast, I have in my kitchen a stove and a microwave, each with a respective clock. I have synchronized the clock, clocks and after a few weeks noticed that the microwave is running four to five minutes faster. So my question is, is my microwave moving faster or slower through the universe or is it denser than a stove? Eric. I would say neither. Neither. They're moving at pretty much exactly the same speed through the universe, but there's different circuitry running the clocks. Now, back in the day, this would be three and a half years ago, the power company was required to count a number of cycles of 60 cycle power a week. Mm -hmm. They no longer have that requirement, although by long tradition, most power companies do. So what you are witnessing is an artifact of the circuit design. And so if uh, we'll see in the near future if the next generation of these appliances includes clocks that are coordinated with uh, global positioning satellites. And that is a fantastic system. I hope you'll think about it because we'll be back right after this. Welcome back, welcome back. Bill Nye here, guest hosting for my beloved Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I'm here with none other than Chuck Nice. Hey, Bill. Who, with his electronic tablet machine, <laughs> is wrangling your brilliant questions, which you sent to us on the internet. And uh, I just want to remind everybody, the thing that Chuck seems to be fascinated with, of course, he's fascinated with your questions, but I can tell he's looking at your avatars, your yeah, little that, pictures. I, I have to tell you, and this next uh, gentleman, which is Danny H., is uh, tweeting to us from... Uh, you know it's a guy? Yes, I... Uh, I'm, I'm, See? Unless there the bottom go. of this picture will reveal something quite shocking, <laughs> this oh, is a guy. So, well, we'll get to the Okay. <laughs> okay, so Danny, uh, uh, Danny wants to know this. Gravity can affect light, yes. as in general rel. General rel. Gen rel, we call it, apparently. Okay. Uh, but can it affect strong nuclear force, or do black holes already do that? Uh, black holes certainly affect, affect, affect light. light. Right. Uh, and the strong nuclear force, I think, I, I'm not an expert on this, I think is independent of photons. I mean, that's one of its deals. Light is um, comprised of photons. Mm -hmm. Photons can affect electron orbitals, but I don't think they can get in there to the strong nuclear force. Now, perhaps in coming weeks, uh, our beloved Neil will... Um, have a great deal more to say about that, but I think photonic interactions don't happen don't happen inside uh, between quarks and baryons, he okay. heavy uh, nuclear uh, heavy uh, particles in atomic nuclei. With that said, the stuff that goes on in black holes is not very well understood. So maybe things are torn apart and photons take on a new 
something that we don't understand inside black holes. Gotcha. Investigating black holes, tricky business. I would say so. I would say so. Can't see them. <laughs> what about that? Flying blind, huh? Does that how it works? Yeah. There you go. All right, Danny. Hey, that's uh, there you have it, man. The answer is uh, pretty much not probably really. not. Probably, probably not. not. Probably not. Almost certainly not. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, this one is from at Old Man Carson, and, and this is wow. uh, Jonathan Carlson at Old Man Carlson <laughs> wants to know if you want to send him an email. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to tweet. Uh, Jonathan, it's at Old Man Carlson. And uh, maybe that's an old picture because he looks like a very young man. If in the double hole electron experiment, E goes through walls and I'm made of E, uh, why can't I go through walls? Uh, maybe you'll be able to, but making yourself out of E is a big thing. Therein lies uh, the uh, electronic f- electric field. There's the rub, huh? But once again, our heroes on Star Trek, they do it all the time. Absolutely. You can right transport down into, sure. uh, if there's a cavern, a couple miles yes. underground. Yes. Yes. Go right there. And no problem. when you get there, everybody will speak perfect English. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> that is the cool thing. However, now, that's very funny. That's true. Well, uh, they all speak perfect English. Uh, well, it's a big time saver uh, when you uh, when you're going to do a TV show. Hey, guess what? It's in it's, the United States for audiences that are native speakers. English is the business language of the universe. People of aerospace, it is. There that's for get, sure. Oh, cool. Now, when you travel around the world, go to the Astronautical Congress and what have you, as I have. Yes, uh, <laughs> everybody speaks English because NASA just you know and Boeing. Right, McDonnell Douglas just established this. So the Wright brothers just established this so far back. Exactly that it's going to be. But who knows what the future holds? Who knows what your children will be speaking when they run their own software companies? The, the Mandarin and Cantonese and uh, Urdu. Are, gonna... are you hinting at the inevitable decline of our great empire, Bill? No, <laughs> but the developing world is developing. The developing world is developing. So are you saying that we might have to learn uh, Cantonese or Mandarin? Well, Cantonese yeah. it would be because well, Mandarin is. What have you. Tonal languages. And so uh, this is not a bad thing. It's a thing. When you meet people from Europe, they routinely speak two or three languages because so they have to. Okay. And uh, that's not neither here nor there. But, you know, you can drive all the way across the country of France in six or well, seven hours. You drive six hours out of here, you barely get to Buffalo. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, so six hours away. We're not even in Pittsburgh. You know? It's not that we're all bad. It's that the U.S. turned out to be this huge country. So uh, do we have one more question? Because uh, the, br- the break's approaching. I feel the excitement. You know what? I'm going to give you this question, but you might have to answer it after the break. Whoa, uh, whoa, cause, whoa. Because I, I think you're going to need some time for this. But uh, this is what uh, at RT Feely wants to know. Climate change deniers drive me crazy. How can we convince them that the data is real and not some scam? I'll tell you right after this. <laughs> eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential. 
And through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day, and internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply, actual speeds vary, and not guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, hey, Bill Nye here, guest hosting for my beloved, my good friend, Neil deGrasse Tyson, here on Star Talk Radio. I don't want you to be jealous. Yes, I'm here with Chuck Nice. <laughs> and he is all that, ladies. He is nice. <laughs> now, Chuck, we had a question right before the break. Yes, we did. And RT Feely wanted to know climate change deniers drive me crazy. How can we convince them that the data is real and not some kind of scam? Well, here's the thing about the scam conspiracy theories are lazy. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if there were someone in charge screwing things up on purpose? <laughs> But actually, things are screwed up just sort of by accident. We got 7 billion people living on a planet where the atmosphere is just this thick. Right. If you could drive straight up on some crazy road with some crazy car, you'd be in outer space in an hour and a half. The way people drive in New York, you'd be there in uh, 45, yeah, maybe 45, about 45, 45 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, conspiracy theories are, are not very good explanations for things, especially something as complicated as climate change. I encourage you to read the hockey stick. Uh, by uh, Michael Mann. <laughs> Full disclosure, paperback version, I wrote the foreword. Now, Chuck, <laughs> it's time for the lightning round. Yes, it is. You have the bell there, and uh, what we are going to do is we are going to zip through these questions as quickly as possible. Well, let you me can... remind you. Go ahead. This installment of the lightning round is powered by our good friends over at GE. You should head over to their YouTube page and take a quick look at some of the cool things they're doing. Quick, right after this segment, www.youtube.com slash GE. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the, micro, to the uh, lightning round. And... 
There you go. Let's start with Rachel Pomeroy at Rachel Palm. She wants to know this. We know some things can be ignited with light. Can anything be ignited with sound? Oh, yeah. Really? Sure. What? You get it uh, You get it vibrating at its natural frequency. If, you, if it's something that's going to fatigue, yeah. you ever try to straighten out a paper clip and it gets right. warm? Just, it gets hot. Take a rubber band, stretch it, stretch it, stretch it. It gets hot. It gets hot. You can right. get it hot enough to burn. Whoa. That was awesome. All right. This is at... Uh, Corbin Bonspod, okay? This is Daniel is his name. And he actually sent this to you because you're at Science Guy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he wants to know, at Science Guy. Here we go. Here really? We go. That's a question? <laughs> I'm, I, lost, I lost the question on my tablet. <laughs> Here we yeah, go. We Let's go. <laughs> uh, could we build a space elevator to the moon's pole from the Earth's pole? A oh. space elevator. Uh, very difficult business because the moon is going around the Earth. It's orbiting, although because uh, even though it has a little boop, 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 vibration, it, say it faces the same face to us. It's an eigenvalue if you're scoring along with us, a proper value. So it rotates once while, uh, every month. So you're going to have to have a pivot. You're going to have to have something like uh, a cowboy's wrist with right. his lasso. Excellent. Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's no. Uh, this one is from At One Guilty Pleasure. Also for you. This is straight to you, Bill. Um, is it possible that dark matter is the excrement of a black hole? He's being funny, but I know what he's asking. Uh, yeah, it's it could pretty be. funny. It could be. The, the, what, uh, things that fall into a black hole right. come out another part of the universe at another time. Right. Have they been modified, the things that fall in? Have the, has the stuff turned into dark stuff? Right. Has it become comprised of darkons? Darkons. Awesome. So the answer is maybe. 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 A clear maybe. That's right. Okay. Let's um let's go. It's on. lightning, Chuck. Let's go. <laughs> let's people. go. Here we go. Um, this one is from Mark. Um, and he wants to know this. Can we protect a spaceship with an artificial magnetic field the same way it's around our Earth? Hypothetically. People talk about this quite about quite a bit. If you had a huge power source, by power I mean electricity power source, some reactor with a Stirling engine and a generator out there on your spacecraft, you could maybe make a magnetic field so powerful that you would deflect uh, solar uh, the solar wind and all those uh, particles and uh, cosmic rays that could uh, maybe not cosmic rays the things that could cause you trouble. All the radiation could be the radiation could be deflected around your ship. Ah, uh, so the answer is yes, yes. Number one, shields up. Okay, this one from at Shield Four is bucklings. <laughs> Shield Four is always trouble. Lead on. Uh, this is from at Laura Lee Biology. Can Bill comment on Hawking's new claims regarding? Event horizons? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's apparently he's uh, things that fall into black holes may not come out at another part of the universe at another time. You may be a way to get the energy back. That's the way I understand the paper. Gotcha. And she asked, can I comment? I did. I mean, <laughs> ignorantly. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. This one from at CJ Robinson wants to know this. Uh, what would happen to our atmosphere if <gasps> gravity was turned off? For one minute. So no gravity on Earth for one minute. What would the effects be? We remind you 
inertia is a property of matter. So I guess if we turned off the gravity for a minute, the uh, everything would continue to spin through space for a while, but then you'd start getting a lot of outgassing random collisions. The atmosphere would be warmer than space, so those molecules would bounce off each other and disappear forever. Whoa. Okay, so we're running out of time. We're down to the wire. This is from Scott Avion, and he wants to know, what advice can you give a new science teacher from K-12 to trying to really engage their children in ex- and get them excited about sciences? Oh, that's a fabulous question. Chuck, what was your favorite thing about your favorite teachers? Uh, they made me want to learn. They made they're me, passionate. They're passionate. They're yes. passionate. So, uh, Guy, what's his name? Yeah, Scott. Scott, let your passion come through. And we'll see you next time on Star Talk Radio. I'm here with Chuck Nice and we have had nothing but fun. Thanks for listening. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now, there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest internet, with faster speeds rolling out every day. And internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. So, while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement, while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next-generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.